I just want to testify a little bit. Lord, give me that word last week about prophesying over the dry bones, which he said it was the house of Israel, our brothers and our sisters in the Lord that are dry. And right after that, I met three or four different people, saints that were so dry and a mother, two mothers, a brother my age, sister, might have been five. But anyway, God led me to some people that were really dry. They were hurting, going through. I mean, one was real, literally hurting in her body, going through. And brother lost a child, you know, my age, lost a child, same age as my child. But God had me to speak life into the people. And man, I tell you, when when, when you hear people say, there's a song we used to sing that we don't want you to leave here the same way you came in. And I forget the way that song go. We don't want you to leave the same way you came in Jesus name or something like that. But every time that we meet somebody, when we leave their presence, they're supposed to be a whole different people. They're supposed to be encouraged. They're supposed to be built up. They're supposed to be edified. They're supposed to feel like that they can go on some. And that's what happened to these four individuals. A mother, uh, maybe 80 years old, I don't know. Uh, she was upset about a water bill. Her yard not getting tended to. And, and I just, just began to encourage mother. Mother, don't worry about the yard. God gonna send somebody to do your yard. Don't you worry about, it. don't let you, don't let that get you down. And her 300 and some dollar water bill, people telling her that she got to break up a foundation. And she walking around her like she on eggshells. Say, mother, you ain't got to worry about that. Ain't nothing wrong with your foundation. But why I got a $300 bill? So, well, let me look at your toilets. Toilets are running over. And just, just recycling. And, you know, the lady just so, she was so pressed and so down. You know, I said, don't you worry about that here. I, I ain't patting myself on the back. I, I hate to use me. <laughs> but, I said, don't worry about it, mother. I said, well, I said, you got any sons? No, son, I ain't got no children, none at all. I ain't got no children, I ain't got nobody. All I got is, you know, siblings, and they all old like me, and can't nobody do nothing. And so I said, well, you know any handyman? Well, that's just it, son. Don't nobody want to work no more. I said, you sure right about that. I said, I tell you what, mother, I'll do these toilets for you. Don't worry about it. Well, wait a minute now. How, how, what, what you going to charge me? I said, no charge. I wish I knew how to sing that Shirley Caesar song. You know, for the nine months I carried you, no charge. and No charge, mother, no charge at all. So I get over there and fix the toilets, and, and she just got to do something for me. And I'm trying to get out of there. Where your trash can, ma'am? She said, well, wait a minute, son. Can I, can I make you a proposition? Depending on what that is, mother. She said, how about, here, I give you this. I said, oh, that's fine, mother, that's fine. Oh, you sure? Boy, those things are expensive, ain't they? I said, don't you worry about it. So, and had prayer with her, lift her up. Long story short, she said, son, God sent you over here to me. I don't, I didn't think that there were people out there still like you. People, God, God's folk are looking for people like you. And we're so tied up in things and places and functions Man, when God said go to the dry bones and prop, can those, that bone lived again yesterday, uh, last week. This other man that lost his, 
his 21 year old daughter. So I was angry. I'm, man, I was angry at God. You know, you know why you take my daughter? And I've been doing everything and, and going to church and blah 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 and blah blah blah. And I'm listening to him. So, oh man, yeah, you're right. I said, man. How many years ago? He said, 2017. I said, oh, man, I know how you feel. No, brother. No. I said, yeah, man, I lost my son in uh, 2016. He was 21. What? Really? What What did you do? I said, I wasn't angry at God. I said, I didn't charge him foolishly. I'm saying, you know, God, hey, he did what he, I mean, what happened just happened. But I promised God. I promised God. I don't, I don't, did you promise God, brother? I promised God that I would serve him till I die. Life nor death, things present, things to come, ain't nothing going to separate me from God. And I told God I meant that. And ministered to him for a while. And he broke down. Man, thank you. God sent you over. People need help. All y'all got to do, stand over. I've learned something by being out there. All you got to do is just start singing. Jesus said go out and compel them to come, didn't he? He said compel them. I think a lot of times we get mixed up. You need to come to church. You can compel them to come by prayer. You can compel them to come by singing, worshiping. Stand by your father's bed and just start speaking, 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 speaking where he can understand. I guarantee you, I out, you don't guarantee, I guarantee you. He'll start rehearsing what you say. That's compelling people. Say, start singing a song or something. Y'all know how tender hearted daddy is. Daddy is tender hearted. You, boy, the Lord break him down quick. But somebody, don't ask him. Just, just do it. Don't ask him because we ask folks, no, no. But when you start standing by his bed and start singing these songs that we worship here, start singing them, I guarantee he start breaking down. Then he starts to, I love you, Jesus. Sing something that he can sing. He'll start rehearsing what you say. His heart will change. I just believe that. That came to me when you was testifying, my sister. But, you know, there's so many ways that God wants to use us and bring people to him. And I found out by experience, and all we're saying, the Bible says. You can say what the Bible says, but you ain't even got to say Psalms. You got to say, David, just quote that word. The word is going to work anyway. You know, it's going to work. We just got to how to, we just got to how to know what bait to use. Jesus said he's going to make us fishers of men, didn't he? Man, we got to learn how to be anglers then. We got to know how to reel them in. We got to know what bait to use to get these people in. Because it's up to us to get them in. It's up to us. Yes, when we begin, when the saints begin to pray for the Lord to have his way, the glory of the Lord, it's going to come down because we're doing what he tells us to do. So be encouraged. Get you a strategy. Team up. <laughs> it's just so happened he had a bunch of, bunch of ladies and he tendered to them ladies. Y'all team up on them. Get your strategy. Get, get together and start singing around that bed. You know, love him on in there. You know, dad coming in. I believe it. I was talking to pastor yesterday for a while. I just believe he's coming in and I ain't going to say, I don't know how. I know how he coming in. It's going to be by the spirit of the Lord. 
Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, he said. He bringing them in. He bringing them in. The husband is sanctified by the wife. And y'all can take that and do what you want to do with it. But sanctification means cleanse. So y'all can take that. But these people, they just, they, they need God. The other mother was in the hospital. I've been praying for her for weeks. And Lord impressed me to go see her. So I got in touch with her daughter and found out she was in the hospital. Go to the hospital before I can get in the room. She's moaning and groaning. I'm like, Jesus. I don't know what I'm going to do, Lord. What I'm going to say. This woman is here crying and hurting. So I walked on in there. And got, and I said, well, pastor want to pray with you too, uh, sister. So we had prayer with him. We singing, pastor ministered to her. We just kept praying. We just kept praying, kept praying. All of a sudden, a smile come on her face. She she stopped moaning, and we kept praying. We just, for some reason, we just kept praying. And Pastor said, well, I got to go, and I just kept praying. Kept I just kept praying. Then she started back moaning again. But before I left her, there was no more moaning, no more groaning. She was talking and not crying. God is trying to tell us something, saints. Prophesied. This we got to look. We got to speak over some things today. I know there's a lot of things that have been taught to us about the will of God, our will. Well, God ain't gonna go over your will. God ain't gonna go over their will. Why are we praying? If the person say no, why, 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 why pray? I believe prayer changes things, and I know y'all believe that too. I don't care what that person feels. I don't care what he believes. What do you believe? What you holding on to? What you believe in when you go down on your knees or when you walk into your house? Do you believe God hear what you're saying? Yes. He hears what you're saying. So if your heart, the Bible tells me, fails you, the Bible tells me that God is greater than your heart. It's not his will that no man should perish. But that all should come to, to repentance. And I believe that wholeheartedly. You serving God, giving your life to God, doing the best that you can. And he going to let your loved one walk right into hell. I don't believe that. I believe if you serving God, you asking God to save. God going to save. Jesus saves. To the utmost, Jesus saves. To the gutmost, Jesus saves. Yes, he does. I just bless him this morning. Come on, give God some praise this morning. Lift him up. We just need some praise services. We've been preached to and prophesied to, and we just need to come in here one day and just, just walk around here and, 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 and turn down some walls, turn down some kingdoms of darkness. We have the power. We just need to get in here. You get tired, we got all these seats, take your break. But we're going to get here one day, we're going to praise God until we see things happen. It's going to happen, but I think we got to make it happen. You know, it's got to come, it's got to come. Genesis 14. Genesis 14, I ain't going to be long. And I just want to thank the Lord for just 
again, healing my house, doing a miraculous thing in my home, healing my children, my grandchildren, keeping my wife, how he just does what he does for us, how he kept mother, how he's keeping us each and every day, so many things that we take for granted that I give him praise and glory for every day. Somebody said it's repetitious. That's all right. He deserves a repetitious praise. And so I just thank him every day for a new morning, for a new day, because God didn't have to wake us up this morning, but he did. He sure didn't have to keep us, but he does. God is an awesome God. Heavenly, Stand with me one more time so we can pray. <clears throat> he is great. Heavenly Father, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we want to thank you, Father God, for another day. Another day, God, that you woke us up, God. Another day that you have kept us, Lord God. Another day, God, that we were allowed to bow down, God, and say thank you, Lord God. We want to thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you for our pastor. We pray for her, God. We always, God, undergird her with prayer, God. We lift her up right now, God. Oh, God, in her time, Father God, of going through, God. We ask, God, that you would give her strength, Lord God. Fortify her, Father, in the name of Jesus with the Holy Ghost, God. God, you said it's not by power, not by might, but by your spirit. Lord, we ask, God, that your spirit, God, will strengthen her and lift her up, God. Give her, God, the strength, God, the wisdom to do what she needs to do, Father. And we pray for her house, God. Her sickness, oh God, in her house, Lord. We pray, God, that you will send your word, God, and heal, Father, in the name of Jesus. Touch his mind, God, right now, God. Change his speech, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. God, make that heart, God, of stone, God, melt it, Father God, and put a heart of flesh in her, God, where you can do something with it, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray, God, blessings upon that house, God. And we ask, God, that you would just use me, God, for the moment, oh God, that you have given me, God. I pray, God, that you would just speak to me and speak through me, Father. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray, God, let somebody be helped, God. God, let us all be helped, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray, God. And we give you glory, honor right now, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord. Talking a little bit about Abraham. And it came to pass... In the days, no, I'm, I'm not going to start way up there. Start at 14. 14. Let's go with it. Let's go to 8. And there went out kings of Sodom and kings of Gomorrah and kings of Admire and the king of Zebulun. And the king of Bela, the same as Zar, and they joined battle with them in the vale of Sidon. With Shadamar, the king of Elam, and with Tito, king of nations, and Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arach, king of Eleazar, Eleazar, four kings with five. Here it is, these kings, four kings came against these five kings. The five kings or the, the kings that were with Sodom and Gomorrah, these other four kings came against them to fight against them. And the vow and the vow of Siddim was full of slime pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there. That they that they remained fled to the mountain. 
And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their vittles and, and went their way. And they took Lot, Abraham's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom and his goods and departed. And there came one that, that had escaped and told Abram, the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eschol, the brother of Anar. And these were confederate with Abram. And Abram heard that his brother was taken captive. He owned his trained servants born in his own house, 318, and pursued them. Here it is. These kings came against Sodom and Gomorrah and took everything that they had. Took the people, took the, the food, took the cattle. They took everything. That sounds just like what the devil tries to do to us. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He, he don't come and just take try to take a little bit. He want to take everything from you. He want to take your faith, your joy, your peace. He want to take everything that God gave you. He want to take them. But then there was this one that had escaped and told Abraham, it says, the Hebrew. Here it is. One had escaped and told Abraham, the Hebrew, that they took his brother, his nephew, his brother's son, Lot. I guess this stirred Abraham up. Wasn't no big deal. Ain't no big deal when the enemy come against the enemy. You know, when sin come against sin, you know, what do you want me to do? You know, and but Abraham found out that, wait a minute, they took my took my brother. When the devil come messing with your brother, then he got another thing coming. You follow what I'm saying? You know, the devil come messing with, with my wife, my children, my brother, my sister. Hey, wait a minute now. You, he came and told the Hebrews, you don't go mess with them Hebrews. <laughs> don't go messing around with them Hebrews. They got something for you. They got a God that's standing behind them. So he went and told Abram that they took Lot. And Abram, the Bible says he armed his trained servants. We got to have some people that's trained in this thing. You got to have people that have went through some stuff that know how to fight. These types of battles and all kinds of battles. We, we fight all kind of fights, but he got some trained people. We got to get trained. The Bible said train up a child in the way that they should go. And then Abraham, he, he, God knew that, uh, look, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, uh, do this for Abraham because he said, look, I know Abraham. You know, he gonna command his children, his servants and everybody after him. He going to train them what to do. He going to teach them how to pray. He going to teach them how to fast. He going to teach them all kinds of things. That folk ain't teaching people what to do nowadays. People don't know what to do. People get discombobulated. When stuff like this happens, they don't know where to go. I'm talking about saints. They get all twisted. They get, you know, I don't know what to do. You know, and they just get all bent out of shape. And, you know, like... God has left them. I don't know what else to do. You know, we got to train these kids, you know, and how to pray. They might get left on a bus stop alone. You know, we just never know what type of situation, but they got to be armed. 
They got to know when to call on God, how to call on God. So he got some trained servants, the Bible said, that knew how to fight. You know, he had a whole bunch of people, but he got 318. And he got them, got them together, prepared. They're going to get their brother Lot. How many ready to go back and get what the devil took from you? How many ready to go back armed and dangerous and ready to fight for your family? Ready to fight for what God has blessed you with? We can't let the devil just put his foot on our neck. The Bible says our foot's supposed to be on the devil's neck. It seems like the devil just winning, running all over the saints, not knowing what to do. They lost their faith, forgot how to pray. I wonder why. I don't know all of the reason why, but you got you got to have people ready to fight. And this is the season. This is the time that we got to fight. Everything might be going well in your house. But man, when my brother's house is, is in trouble, I'm I'm hurting too. When my sisters are hurting, I'm hurting too. Pastor need to be undergirded. She, she's concerned about her husband. We got to lift up. We got to come together. Abraham, he went and got 318 of his servants. They came together to fight. A house divided won't stand. But when we come together, one can put a thousand to flight, two, ten thousand. But when we come together, the devil can't stand. He's got to flee. When we come together and get to calling on God, praising God, worshiping God, sending the word, rebuking the devil, the devil got to go. He act like, man, he, he got a stronghold in the house of God. He got a stronghold. He got a hook in some of the saints' jaw. He's doing what he want to do to some of the saints. We got to cut that devil off. We got to use the word and start chopping them in pieces, chopping them up, getting them off the folk. The word is quick and powerful. Yes, it is. It is quick. It's powerful. It's alive. But we just got to know that the word will work. We can't be telling nobody nothing else. Listen to them. Yeah. I ain't going to say, yeah, you right. I'm, yeah. I hear what you're saying. But I object. If we pray, I believe God will change things. That's what I told brother. They want to strike. We ain't seen you out there, Al. You got to get out there and walk that picket. I feel bad. I did it one time. God said, you ain't called you to walk no picket line. I called you to pray. You got to pray. You get that letter. You bring it to me and you pray. And you tell Brother Pete, who is Brother Pete? That brother down on that wall, you tell him, if we pray, not them, if we pray, if the saints will begin to pray, if we pray, he said, I, I will change things. Brother, I believe if we pray, I believe God will change things. That brother turned to me and said, man, I've been waiting on somebody to say this for years. Here it is. I'm struggling to, to go down there and do what God tell me to do. We got to arm ourselves. We got to arm saints. It's time for the saints to start fighting. Things ain't going to get no better unless we pray. We just got to pray, and but we got to be faithful with it. We can't get tired. 
We can't give up. We can't, we can't do a month of prayer. Well, I got my month in, Lord. I was faithful. Man, we got to pray until we see something happen. We got to destroy the yoke of the enemy. We can. If we come together and whoop this devil. He want to keep us spread it abroad. When he came and the shepherd got smoted, the sheep scattered. He want to keep us all scattered. Well, we can't come together and whoop this devil. It's tired of the devil walking all over us, singing the same old song every year. God going to do it. Yes, he going to do it. Well, Lord, man, we just got to work at it. We got to put some things aside and get with it. We're seeing people leave out of here. And I believe this us. They're supposed to be bringing them to the Lord before they leave out of here. God don't want to see nobody go to hell. He didn't make hell for, 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 for man. He made it for the devil and his angels. And ain't now one of us looking like no angel or no devil. We were made in his likeness and his image. So he armed 318 men. And God don't need no lot of people. Here it is. Abraham had a nation. And this is a nation of people out. He just got 318 people. Now we just heard that there was four nations whooped five nations. And he going to bring 318 armed people to four kings with all of them folk. God don't need no whole lot of folk. He just need a few faithful people. He need a few faithful. Now I know, boy, when we start feeling good, we can make our mouth, mouth can say anything. But when it's time to come to battle, when it's time to fight, let's fight. Come on, let's fight. It encourages your brother and your sister to hear you praying. It encourages your brother and sister when you're on that Zoom or you're in the church. It encourages us. And it makes me happy to see you. The devil ain't got you locked down. Got you using excuses. He armed 315 and all God needs is a few willing, faithful folk that will stay on the battleground. That's all God is looking for is a few faithful people to continue this fight. We got to continue to fight. We got to continue to fight. Saints be encouraged to continue to fight. Fight the good fight of faith. The good fight. The devil has been defeated already. We are victorious already. We got to live like we are victorious. We got to walk like we are victorious. We got to think like we are victorious. We just got to be what God called us to be. He said, I blessed you, then you're blessed. You're victorious, then you're victorious. Whatever God made us, that's what we are. And can't nobody change it. Not even you, you can't change it. The devil is a lie. And he divided himself, verse 15, against them. And he and his servants by night smote them and pursued unto, and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. Here it is. This is what God is trying to tell us when we, when, when we begin to fight, we know we can't go out there with no 
no swords, no guns, nothing carnal. Paul told us that, you know, look, though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh. We don't fight like we used to fight. Or sometimes, man, somebody mess with my brother, you know, my, somebody in my family, I'll be back. I'm going up there to the closet. Y'all know I'm going to get out the closet, right? <laughs> I'm going to get me a pistol. I'm going to get me something. Or if I ain't got no pistol, I'm going to get me a, a bat. I'm going to get some kind of corner weapon. But Paul said, though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh no more. No, we don't. We don't fight like that no more. God has called us to an army. He has called us to an army that will drop down on the knees and watch him do the work. God wants to do the work. Now, I know we've been praying, but let's keep on praying. Let's keep on praying. Let's keep on pushing, praying until something happens. And so he, he brought again his brother. We want to bring again our brother. We want to bring all the goods that the devil has taken. We want to bring everything that the devil has taken from us. We want to bring it back. We want to get it back. God promised to restore it. And the king of Solomon went out to, to meet him. After his return of the slaughter of Shalomar and the kings that were with him. At the valley of Sheva, which is the king's deal. We're going to skip down to verse 21. And the king of Solomon said unto Abram, give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. And Abram said to the king of Solomon, I have lifted up my hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth. That will not, that I will not take from thee a thread, even a shoelace, shoelace. And that will I not take anything that is thine, lest thou should have said, I have made Abram rich. Here it is. The king wanted to come out after Abraham, brought all the stuff back. You know how people do after you, after you done destroyed the yoke. You done, you done done all the work. They want to come back. They want to bless you. They want to stand up there and, you know, hey, this is my son and this is my daughter and all of this stuff. Abraham said, look, whatever you got, king, you keep it. I don't want nothing that you got. Nothing. Most folk were like, yeah, give me everything that you got. And this old wicked king, he didn't want the things. He wanted the people. Give me the people. They want to go back to sinning. Give me the people. But Abraham said, no, I don't want nothing that you got. Help. You got to be wise about when people want to give you something. Some people want to give you things, they got a motive behind it. They just don't want to do nothing for you. Abraham saw what this king was trying to do. He said, well, you, you, you give me stuff, you're going to go around telling folk, oh, it was because of me. Yeah, it, it, I gave Abraham all of those cattle. I gave him the silver and the gold. I, I did this. Some people do things they say they do it for you. But in essence, they really ain't doing it for you. They doing it for themselves. To show people what they done for somebody else. You see that house? I gave him that house. You see that car? Them shoes? Man, he have them shoes, man, if it wasn't for me. You know, $300... He was praying for, 
I'm the man. Sometimes you just got to say, no, that's all right. Because it ain't coming from the heart. I don't want it. It ain't coming from God. I don't want it. Abraham knew who his God was. You got to know who your God is. You ain't got to be begging nobody. You ain't got to be taking nothing from nobody evil. Somebody that's going to be running around telling what they done. That's their reward. Jesus said, look, when you do your arms, do it in secret. Don't let nobody see nothing that you're doing. That's between me and God and that person. Now, if you want to go and rattle it off, that's fine. But I tell people when I do something for them, please don't get up and testify nothing about what Al did. Don't say nothing about me. God put this on my heart to do it, and that's just that. You give God the glory. Folks don't want to glorify God. But you know what, you know what I mean, Al, man? You know, no, you know, no, if it had not been for the Lord, you know, man, look, I'm trying to stay humble. You better try to stay humble when God used you. It ain't none of you. It's God using you. It's God touched your heart. But people, for some reason, they got to lift man up. They got to, they got to give flesh some glory. I can't leave you out. Yes, you can leave me out. Matter of fact, I demand you leave me out of it. That's between you and the Lord. So you got to be wise about what you receive from people. Because some people have a bad motive. They motivate good. You know, they want to brag on themselves or they looking for something else to come from you. You know, you better remember them, what I did for you. You know, you don't remember he telling everybody on job. You don't remember what, he don't remember what I did for him. See, yeah, I, I thank you, but I thank the Lord, the most high. You know, his brother blessed me with $500 one day. <laughs> I'm so glad he's a saved man. He understand where I was coming from. And when he said, here, man, open, you take this card home and read it. I looked at him, Spirit Lord told me some money. I said, man, look, this didn't come from you. <laughs> How in the world, boy, somebody going to come give you something? And you're going to say, this didn't come from you. But he understood what I meant. I'm like, man, whatever's in here didn't come from you. I wanted to make sure God knew that he heard me. Because we were short. $500. And God, out of that little money that we was going to get, I said, God getting his, his tent. Whatever this is, he getting a tent out of this. And whatever we got to go through, we just got to go through. We didn't have to go through nothing because God made it up that day, that very day. But I said, this came from the Lord. He said, I know. He said, thank you, brother. But then I turned around and said, well, you know, this came from the Lord. I thank the Lord. But thank you. I appreciate God, you know, you letting them use you. Appreciate it. But, but we got to be wise as serpent, harmless as doves. We got to get some wisdom. We got to get these these gifts of the spirit. We we need them. The church is in a bad shape. We need the prophets. We need we need we need uh the gifts of healing, the gifts of miracles. We need the gifts in the church. We don't need another Christmas gift. I don't need another birthday gift. I don't need no more of them gifts cuz I ain't got no room to put them. Well, that's Lord. That's the Lord blessing you, brother Al. That's the the windows of heaven's open. You ain't got no room to receive no more. Lord, I ain't looking for that. I need to get some of this stuff away to somebody. 
I'm looking for, the Bible says look for spiritual blessings. I'm looking for something from come from heaven, show enough from heaven. Fall down on me, Lord. So he said, I won't take nothing from you. Not even a, sh- a thread. Not even a shoelace. Shoelace. I don't want nothing, King, because you're going to say you did it. Abraham wanted to, he, 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 he wanted to say God did it. You know, God did this for me. He, he want to say who, you know, Brother Ronnie's song, who, who, who hung the, the moon in the starry sky? God did. Who sends rain when the earth get dry? God did. Who gives us faith? God did. Who heals? God did it. God did it. He want to be able to say, God did this. I want to be able to say, this what God has done. Look what the Lord has done. And don't you want to say, don't you want to brag on your father? Look what God did for me. Man, when God do something for you, you just, you can't explain how it got done because people want that explanation. Okay, now how, take me through step one, two, and three. How I don't know, but one thing I do know, I was lacking and now I got it. I was without it, but now I'm with it. I was sick, but now I'm well. Did you go to the doctor? No. That's right, baby. No, 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 no. God did it. He going to do it again. And let's go back up to verse 18. God himself wants to bless you. And God is still in the blessing business. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine. And he was the priest of the most high God. And he blessed him. He blessed Abraham. That's to him. And he blessed him and said, blessed be Abraham, the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. It is God wants to do something for the church. He wants to do something for you. You know, God, the Bible says that Melchizedek, the, the high priest, the most high priest of God, he came himself and blessed Abraham. God wants to himself Bless you. God's still in the blessing business. His arm ain't short where he can't save. He ain't lost his power. He ain't lost his wisdom. He, he, he ain't dumb. He has all the understanding. God wants to do something for us, saints of God. He said if we give, it shall be given back to us. He said what God has blessed, can't nobody curse. You know, God wants to do what nobody else can do for you. But my God, your God, shall supply all your needs. Not some of your needs. All your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Look, what is it that we are waiting for? Just be honest with God. Just what is it that you're waiting for? Lord, I'm still waiting for it and I'm still bringing it to you. I ain't changed my prayer. I ain't changed my outlook. I'm still waiting in the same spot, Lord. I'm still believing that you're going to save my house. I still believe that you're going to turn dad around. I still believe. I ain't saying he ain't going to leave out of here, but I believe he ain't going to leave out here unsaved. 
I believe God going to save him. I believe God going to get a hold of his heart. Who is this God that can do these things? Who is a God? This God can do everything. He can do it all, saints. He wants to do it all. He can do it all. He don't want you to give up. He don't want you to give in. Get you a song like we be saying and sing around dad. Get you a praise and praise around dad. I guarantee you. I believe. I believe it. I believe it. I believe with all my heart that he's going to change. He's going to do a turnaround. It's going to happen. I believe it is. I'm trusting in the God that created the heavens and the earth. I'm trusting in the God that changed my heart. I'm trusting in that God that came to me in the nightclub that didn't want to be saved. Mama kept talking talking to us about salvation. Daddy kept talking to us about doing things right. I didn't want to do nothing right. What happened to me? What happened to you? What, what, what were you doing? You know, you were doing everything right? Huh? God is able. God is able. He can do he. He himself wants to come down and bless. He want to come down in the midst of you and your illnesses, your poverty, your lack of understanding. God wants to bless you. God wants to do it. Don't give up on him. Keep on. Don't change your strategy unless he changes. If God changes, you change with him. But the Bible said God changed not. God don't change. He remain the same. So we got to remain the same. If God's still saying, I can do this, Jackie. I can do this. Tell him, Lord, you're right. You can do it. Lord, you're going to do it. God telling you, Twan, I, I can do this. I can heal. Yes, I can. No buts. No ifs. No maybe. What ifs? Get rid of all of that. Lord, you can. Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, he said anything in my name. If you ask anything in my name, just ask anything. Don't be playing with him. Ask anything. He said, I'll do it. You can't get no plainer than that. We don't need nobody to decipher this. We don't need no Sunday school about that, brother, do we? We don't need to teach about that. That's just plain and simple. If you ask anything in my name, got to be in his name, though. It's got to be in the name of Jesus. Father in the name of Jesus. It's got to be in his name. Then I will do it. Is he going to do it for you? Yes, he's going to do it for you. Yes, Lord, you're going to do it for us because we're asking in your name. We're believing in your name. We're standing in your name. We're singing and praising in your name. We're doing it all in your name, Lord. It's in your name. By your name. For your name. With your name. However we can use that name, we're going to use that name because there's power in the name of Jesus. It's something about that name that the devil don't want you to say. He wants you to keep saying God, God, Jesus is our God. Call his name. Call him Jesus. Call him Jesus. Call him Jesus, 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 Jesus. That's what he want to hear. My name. He want to hear his name. So God said we are blessed and not cursed. 
We're blessed in the city. We better believe that word. That's a song, but that's a word. That's Deuteronomy 28. That's that blessing that was going to come up, that's going to come up on you and overtake you. And you're going to wonder where that blessing come from. One came up on me this morning. Where did that come from, Lord? God is something else, man. Here, brother Al, this is for you. What's that? Lord have mercy. Deuteronomy 28 is still here. God's word is still alive. It's still work. It's still real. You still can apply it. They didn't use it all up back there. <laughs> the word wasn't used up back there. The word is still with you. The Bible said. The word is nigh you. In your mouth and even in your heart. All you got to do is speak it. Just speak that word. Deuteronomy 20. If you obey God. Keep his commandments. Observe and do them. He said these blessings shall come up on you. I mean, it's a list of them. Get Deuteronomy 20. That's right. So get, make that note. Deuteronomy 28. Them blessings are for you. God don't lie. We're blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. We're blessed coming out. Blessed going in. We're blessed all around. God is going to bless you. Let's go to uh, chapter 15 and 1. I'm going to try to close it out on this. It is this man, Abraham, just come out of a battle. With 315 men whooping five nations. You know, that's unheard of. You, you know, that's not normal. There ain't no such thing as no 300 people whooping five nations. You know, 318 people can't whoop one nation. Logically speaking. But when God get in the mix of it, man, he don't need nobody. All you got to do is send one angel down there and do, and do some Boy, he caused ruckus on some stuff. Just one angel. But God trying to show them something. 315. He's trying to show Abraham. It ain't by power, not, no might. It's by my spirit. Once I get in the midst of you, you 318, or get in the midst of the two or three gathered in his name, there he going to be in the midst of it. That's what he said. And see, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceedingly great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is Eliezer Damascus. Here it is. God knew that this man, he wasn't looking for no gold, no silver. None of that stuff. He said, Lord, I'm looking for a child. What you looking for today? He looking for, he looking for a son to come from his own loins. All I got is a servant to leave my inheritance to. What you looking for today? Jesus said, what, what, what did you come out here to see today? What do you believe in God for today? Be honest with yourself and be honest with God. You got to say, what are you looking for? He said, fear not, Abram. God is telling you this morning, fear not, people of God. He said, I'm thy shield. What is a shield? I'm your protection. I'm your keeper. I'm your provider. I'm your covering. I'm all of that. He said, fear not, I'm your shield. You ain't got to worry about them folk. You ain't got to worry about the devil. You ain't got to worry about sickness. You ain't got to worry about death. I'm your shield. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to keep you. He said, and... Thy exceedingly 
great reward exceedingly to a, to, to an extreme degree. God do things so extreme. He say he's exceedingly great. He exceeds what we call him. How great is our God? He's a great, he exceeds that greatness. God is just a great God. He said, look, I can do what nobody else can do. God going to do supernatural things. He going to do things that are not normal. Things that we can't explain. We don't know how it happened. That's the kind of God that we serve. That's what God is telling them. Look for the unseen things. Look for the things that are not normal. Look for the things that, that man can't do. Look for those things because God said they're not coming from flesh. They're coming from him. He said, I'm your exceedingly great reward. And if we hold fast to what God said do, he's going to be our exceedingly great reward. What's a reward? It's a gift. It's something God going to do for you that you didn't have to, you had to pay for. You didn't, you had to fast long for. I'm just going to do it because I'm God. I'm going to show you who I am. I'm going to show you what I really can do. Eyes have not seen nor ears heard. Neither have it entered into the hearts of men. It ain't in your heart what God really wants to do. But we got to know that God is our great exceedingly reward. He exceeds the norm. God is a supernatural God. Doctors don't know what happens to people when they come back to life? On a, they don't know. They give up on. We don't know what happened. But some doctors are so wise, and they are so transparent. It's a miracle. It was a miracle. They know what a miracle is. We know what miracles are, and we know where they come from. So that thing that you're waiting for, know that God is your shield. He's your protector. He's your great exceedingly reward. God going to do what he promised to do. This is 2023, and it is for you. This is your year to see what God going to do. Not only what he wants to do, what he's going to do for us. Because we're going to do some changing. We're going to do some changing. When God say, draw nigh to me, and I'll draw nigh to you, let's get closer. Lord, we are close. Get closer. Get up under his wings. Get closer that you can get to God and watch and see don't God move for us. I declare it. This is the year of declaration. I declare and decree it over this church. When we, not if, when, because we're going to do it. We're we going to try the spirit and see what the end going to be. Well, I'm finished, but he said, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. We're talking about to see what the end going to be. I know the thoughts that I think toward you, Revival Center. I don't want to call no names. The whole church, Revival Center. I know the thoughts that I think toward you. Thoughts of peace and not evil to bring you to that expected end. So we know what to expect at the end. <laughs> We know that we know to expect healing. We know to expect salvation. The children coming in, we know to expect it. Because he already told us. 
that we're going to have that expected in. You better expect it. Don't expect it from me, pastor. Don't expect it from the sisters and brothers. Expect it from God because that's where it's coming from. It's coming from the most high God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The whole world and they that dwell therein. So whatever you need is, is in God. It's in him. Pastor used to always say, if God got to send a bird from China to bless you, he will. And I believe he will if he have to send a bird. If we ain't obedient, he going to send somebody. His work going to get done. If we disobedient, the bird's going to obey him. The tree's going to obey him. The animal's going to start obeying when the people won't do it. Saints, be blessed and know that God is with you. God is not only with you, God is for you. There is not a demon in hell that can do anything to you unless God permit it. And God is not going to permit the devil to take you out of here. He going to bark. He going to scratch. He going to growl. He going to make some noise. He might startle you a little bit. But once you gather yourself, Lord rebuke you Satan get thee behind me Satan tell that devil where he's supposed to be he's supposed to be behind you get on back there where you belong you want what can you get up no you can't get up no you ain't getting up stay down there where you belong get up for what to bother my brother my sister to jump on my back the devil you a lie God bless you this morning I hope that you were encouraged this morning. Know that God is going to do what he promised to do. He who promised is faithful. There is no other faithful person in the world but God. He who promised is faithful. God is going to fulfill his word. He said his word will not return to him void at all, saints of God. And if anybody out there, children, people on the web, if anybody need to be guarded and covered and shielded, we give you an opportunity today to come to Jesus because he can be your great exceedingly reward also. God can do things that you can't imagine that he would do. All the folk that are sitting in this congregation, God turned us around. He did miraculous things for us. He can do the same thing for you. God bless you this morning. I hope that you were stirred a little bit, moved a little bit. Something jumped in your spirit and made you want to go a little bit farther, a little bit deeper. Something. The word moved you. There'll be nothing else. Let's stand to our feet. I ain't going to try to keep you long. Read that the Holy Ghost is finished with me. We're going to give those out there that's listening an opportunity to come to Christ. If you, if you, if you believe that God died, that Jesus died for your sin and was raised on the third day, the Bible says you shall be saved. Now we pray this prayer. I ask that you will follow us. Lord Jesus, forgive us for our sins. Lord, help me to do what's right. Help me to believe the word. Lord, cleanse me. 
Walk in me, Jesus. You and your father. Make your bold in my life. Lead and guide me in the way that I should go. And I pray, Jesus, that when I get off, that you will lead me back on that straight and narrow way. Lord, I believe that God raised you from the dead and you are the son of the living God. Come into my life and change me. Find yourself a good Bible-based church. Find somewhere where you can go and worship the Lord. Somebody where they're teaching the truth out of the Bible. Read it for yourself and ask God to lead and guide you. If there be nothing else, we're going to dismiss. Anybody got, when is the meeting? Next. 15. 15. 15. Our first, what you call that? Hmm? Our first meeting. We're going to get committees meeting. We're going to get some things going. Well, I just pray again that, you know, you all be encouraged. Stand fast in the liberty that the Lord has given you. Know that God is who he say he is. He won't fail. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for being our shield and our exceedingly great reward, Lord. We thank and praise you, Father God, that in you, God, are all blessings, oh God. In you, God is health, God. In you, God is healing. In you is peace, God. In you, God is safety. And in you, God is salvation. We pray, Father God, this morning, God, that your word, Father God, will fall fresh, Father God, upon the people, Lord. We pray, God, that as we leave this place, Lord God, but never from your presence, Lord, that we always, God, remember you, God, and give you praise, glory, God. Protect us, Father God, on the highways and every byway, God. Lord, shield us, Father God, from all hurt, harm, and danger, Lord. In the name of Jesus, bring us back at the point of time. Stir it up, Lord, with a new mind, God. Stir it up with a new mind. Stir it up with a new mind, God. New determination, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, that we don't lose it, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.